0: This is the Blaze Radio On Demand.
1: Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply.
2: Ah. Oh. Good morning.
3: Pat and Stu filling in for Glenn, who is back tomorrow morning. Uh, He ate himself into a food (laughs) come over. That's why he's not here. It was self-induced, you know, but but he'll be back uh, hopefully tomorrow. Uh, A couple of notable deaths while we were on vacation. Florence Henderson, mom from Brady Bunch. Coming threes. Yeah, she died. Uh, Really sad. And Fidel Castro, brutal dictator of Cuba, we lost him. Oh, no. We lost him. No. But we're okay with it. We start right there, right now. I will make
4: you stand. I will raise my voice. I will hold your hand. we are one. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Programme.
3: All right, so Jeffy has already proven the threes theory. Thank you. The three death theory has been proven once again Thank because it, it was uh, Florence Henderson, Fidel Castro, and Ron Glass Ro- and Ron uh, Barney Miller. Oh. Barney Miller.
0: I mean, Fidel Castro and Ron Glass are always right there, two.
3: neck and neck. You're always thinking.
0: You're always so tied to the hip their entire lives. Right line. there, I know.
3: They're, they ran They're parallel, inextricably connected forever.
5: The Guy mind. from Barney
0: Miller
3: and the guy who ran Cuba. Uh, <laughs>
5: Well, come on, and Florence Henderson.
3: Uh, there's a lot of people who have been celebrating since the announcement what, on what Saturday?: It was it Saturday, Friday night?: It was right? Friday. Was Friday night, it
0: Friday
3: Saturday night morning?: yeah. OK. Um, so uh, the party has been nonstop in, in Cuba. I mean, in, in Miami. Miami. little nice. little Havana in Miami. So sad that they would disgrace his wonderful memory. I, I just I, I can't understand the reporters doing that stuff to, to those Cubans who have, you, you know, if, if these reporters had lived through what they lived through, I, I think it'd be a little different uh, feel. Yeah. I mean, it's not surprising, obviously. These are people.
2: Of course
0: it's not. who justify crazy dictators around the world constantly, but this is one you don't need to. You just don't need to. You don't need to do it with Fidel Castro. You can get away with with being critical of a guy who imprisoned an entire island for his whole life.
3: Right. (laughs) 11 million people are essentially on an island prison. Uh, And it was interesting because I I was watching a report yesterday or the day before about his death. And they they had a series of reporters in uh, Havana and they're talking to people on the street. And wh- what do you expect you're going to get from people in the street? His brother <laughs> is still the dictator there. <laughs> <laughs> they say, yeah, I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> so will they be.
0: <laughs> so... And the reporters will not be back to, to report on that. No, they, will, they will not.
3: No. no, they will not. And Nor do they even necessarily care about that aspect of it. So they're asking all these people and they're getting this, oh, he'll always live in my heart as long as I live and, and all the wonderful things he did for Cuba... As the 1948 Etzels are driving past on the street, and you see these '50s vehicles, one after another, and that's all you see Is on there the a classic car the van. parade going <laughs> on. Was, surprisingly, it was not a classic car parade. Huh. It was all they have <laughs> on the island. Oh, well, you it was remember all they have?
0: We played that clip of uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. the Kardashians. Oh, that was a couple weeks embarrassing, ago.
3: Embarrassing, yeah. Which
0: you know, the Kardashians who are, may, might not be. You
3: know, Top of the line historians. When it comes to what? Yeah, I, I, I don't want to. I get. Am I overstating? All it? my history lessons from Kim and Chloe. Think of how many wow. people do. <laughs> I know. You can mock it all you want,
0: but think of how I many know. people do. And we played the clip of them. Their their opinion of Cuba, which was essentially like. Well, I, just, I hope they don't change anything because I just love how they just stayed with the old vibe. The whole retro feel is retro, so great. That's the retro feel. <laughs> it's not a retro feel. <laughs> These people don't have air conditioning in their cars because it like wasn't invented at the time the last car came on the island. <laughs> this is not. They're not doing this because they think it's quaint. They're doing this is because the only thing that they can do to move from point A to point B
3: it's 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 unbelievable and yet you still have the people you still have you know Colin Kaepernick w- oh, who uh, is such an idiot i he's really he's done a really good job of becoming the most hated man in the NFL and maybe one of the more disliked in, in America mm. and w- one of the things he said about Castro was that you know and this is right before he goes to Miami what a what an idiot yeah. but as jeffy brought up his girlfriend is a Black Lives Matter person, right? Yeah,
5: Nessa, I think the DJ. I'm pretty uh, sure. I'm pretty sure that's her.
3: What do you want to bet? He gets all his information from her, because I don't remember Colin Kaepernick doing any of this stuff before. Was he? I mean, he, well, he wasn't showing up at press conferences in a Malcolm X T-shirt before. He wasn't doing no. this kneeling thing. I mean, no, this is all. I mean, most of that is
0: this year. He had some stuff uh, I remember early on about how like. Don't judge me on my tattoos. It was like one of those guys. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's right. all right, a good good stance and everything. Your whole tattoo stance is important, I'm sure. (laughs) But it was like that type of thing where it was
3: was somewhat implied. It wasn't really radical social kind of thing. No. Uh, He said that Castro instituted universal health care in Cuba, invested in the education system, supported Nelson Mandela when he was jailed. What a wonderful man. What a wonderful, happy Mm. Uh, almost Disneyland type, uh, almost Disney character type, um, and to say that right before you go to Cuba, uh, Miami. It, Miami or, or Miami uh, is just unbelievable to me. And it, but it, at least it fired up Kiko Alonso, the linebacker for the Miami Dolphins. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. He was, he, and he had a great game against uh, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick had a decent game too. But uh, Kiko Alonso uh, hit him a few times, uh, I think a little extra intensely, and said there was very bad blood between them. Uh,
0: The Washington Post had an op-ed that listed, I'm wondering if Kaepernick mentioned any of these things, mentioned some of the things from, uh, from Castro's reign. He turned Cuba into a colony of the Soviet Union and nearly caused a nuclear holocaust.
3: Is that uh, he did not m- mention that? No,
0: he sponsored terrorism wherever he could and allied himself with one of, many of the worst dictators on earth. Was that I, something? I don't that remember was, that part either. Mm-hmm. No. he was responsible for so many thousands of executions and disappearances in Cuba that a precise number is hard to reckon.
3: Was that uh, no, uh, no? He didn't mention that part. He
0: brooked no dissent and built concentration camps and prisons at an unprecedented rate, which is. a pretty amazing sentence yeah. he built constant and this is we've talked to uh, people who have studied this before this is actually true especially when it comes to a percentage of population you can find their yeah. atrocities in Cuba at times as as bad or worse than some of the ones you'd think of when you think of genocides uh, really horrific
3: he, well yeah but he, uh, he instituted healthcare you're you're just looking at the negatives of right. the guy. well no no i'm just i just want it's not the entirety of his life
0: right did he write up did yeah. Kaepernick mention that he condoned and encouraged torture and extrajudicial killings
3: I, I don't think so. Okay. No, he, he was focusing on the positive. You talk about
0: how he forced nearly 20% of his people into exile.
3: Right. Uh, it's an island. Let's keep that in mind. It's an island of 11 million, 2 million of whom live in the United States. <laughs> 2 million. Pretty amazing.
0: Um, how about how he prompted thousands to meet their deaths at sea?
3: Right.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: right. interesting. Did he, did so Capri- thousands
3: have died trying to get here. off the island mm-hmm. to Florida. hmm
0: Uh, He claimed all property for himself and his henchmen, strangled food production, and impoverished the vast majority of his people. Was that something they call in? I don't remember that part. No? No.
3: No. That he was living in luxury uh, and cavorting with uh, tons of beautiful women. While his country starved, he, he didn't really mention that part. Uh, he out, outlawed private enterprise and
5: labor unions. Now, it's you funny keep because... keep going down this road, but uh, Kaepernick was talking about the positives. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. The I education mean, was, system, you haven't mentioned that yet.
0: No, I haven't mentioned that, but it was interesting that <laughs> Colin Kaepernick is both involved in private enterprise and labor unions. And doesn't seem right. to that's,
3: see... That's very true. ...at
0: all. No. That's weird. <laughs> um, he uh, persecuted gay people and tried to eradicate religion.
3: Have you seen how good their national baseball team is? Well, no, I mean, it is I think good, in but, part that's Fidel Castro, I, I think in part, but, but did he, he really encourage
0: go into the, the to whole eradicating gay people thing?
3: No, no, not, not really. Okay. No, he not extensively. Anyway,
0: uh, he censored all means of expression and communication. One of the most interesting parts about
3: this, because you know you're, you're pissed off that he created a safe space. No, he didn't. It, you know.
0: No, wow, <laughs> <laughs> you did. He really did. He created a safe space, a, a nationwide safe space, right? Where you could not have any. Uh, That's right. Th- it's funny because we did a special on communism back in the in the Fox days, and one of the things was Che, and it, it's mm. amazing to see how Che and Fidel Castro are respected by prominent musicians and artists, people Always. who would have been killed in the country they're talking
3: about. That's why I like Bono so much because he understands that uh, he's one of the few rock icons who seem to understand brutal dictators aren't fun. No, that's weird. And they're not no. to be celebrated. It's not as joyous
0: as you might think. No. Uh, did he mention this? Because we finally are getting to the good things, I think, the healthcare system and the education system, because that's what he okay. talked about All right, specifically. Good. Good. He established a fraudulent school system that provided indoctrination rather than education. And created a two tier healthcare system with inferior medical care for the majority of Cubans and superior care for himself and his oligarchy. <laughs> and Then claimed that all of his repressive measures were absolutely necessary to ensure the survival of these two ostensibly free social welfare projects. Was that uh, mentioned? Or did he go into that sort of depth? Because he might not have had time at yeah, a press think, conference. I don't think he uh, had time. Uh, okay. I think he
3: was cut off before that. And they, they asked him about an interception or something.
0: Did he talk about how, because, I mean, this, this word has described his performance last couple of years, how Cuba mm-hmm. turned into a labyrinth of ruins, um, <laughs> which has essentially been uh, his quarterback rating over the past couple of years. How about, did he ever apologize for any, because uh, I may have noticed, noted this. Fidel Castro did all these things. Most people don't have any qualms about whether he did them. But he never apologized for them. Never even had a moment on his deathbed where he said, mm-hmm. wow, I screwed that up. And never stood trial for any of the things he did. I mean, none of those things were mentioned uh, by Mr. 68.7 quarterback rating. No, None of that was mentioned. Is it that high? No, no it's got to be better than that. <laughs> but, I thought it was about 26.3, somewhere in there. Mr. Guy Who Lost His Job Twice to Blaine Gabbert did not necessarily uh,
3: <laughs> address that. Oh, that's that an insult that, uh, I mean. That hurts. That hurts. That hurts. That hurts. That hurts. That hurts.
0: It's amazing, though, because this is the one time you'd think the media, which t- is all about talking about how there's fake news everywhere on the Internet and how people are not telling the truth. They can't even come together to criticize Fidel freaking Castro. Uh, it's amazing. It was amazing to see.
3: I know. And and there's uh, uh, who was the who else was sort of praising him and talking about how sad he was. Oh, was it Trudeau? From oh, we Canada? have to do the Trudeau it thing. Is. We have to do the Trudeau thing. Yeah, we'll do that coming up here in a second. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. More of the Glenn Beck program with Patton Stu coming up.
4: This is the Glen Beck Program. Mercury.
1: The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep. And I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time Magazine named Casper mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress, making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine. And they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep. Casper.com slash Glen. Use the promo code Glen. $50 off the purchase of your mattress at Casper.com slash Glen. The promo code is Glenn. Don't forget $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com slash Glen. Terms and conditions do apply.
5: 7 back. the Glenn
3: Beck program. Uh, Glenn's back tomorrow. Pat, Stu, Jeffy for Glenn. Triple eight seven two seven. B e c k. All right. We were talking about uh, what Justin Trudeau, who is the uh, Canadian Prime Minister, what he said about uh, the Castro death. He was quite sympathetic.
0: Yes. He he said it is with deep sorrow that I learned today of the death of Cuba's longest serving president
3: because he had a long. He served for a long, long time. time.
0: Long That's what you need to take from that sentence, is that the length served. of his service to the service, country was, yes. was was quite extensive. But serving El, Ca- others. Serving others. As yes. we've put it before. Fidel Castro was a larger-than-life leader. Who, he was larger than life. Well, I wow. mean, he was. He was yeah. responsible for many deaths. Um, who served his people for almost half a century. Again, that length thing. Length of, mm-hmm. uh, it's like on your resume, you stayed at that job for a long
5: time. Well, he had two terms, right? I mean, he was prime minister for a number of years and then president for right. a number of years. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> a legendary revolutionary
0: and orator.
3: Now again, <laughs> you could say all of these things about Adolf Hitler. Absolutely, except for the the longevity part. I mean, he well, only no, served for he, about a dozen years. Yes, but if he served for fifty, would people be talking about him like well, that? Would they, would they a say he's legendary was- Adolf Hitler who's served his people for? Uh, half a century
0: yeah i mean like come on <laughs> in comparison you you're glad that he only was on right. there for 12 years that's a right. good thing yeah. <laughs> uh a reg- legendary revolutionary and orator <laughs> mr castro made significant improvements to the education and health care of his island nation it's colin kaepernick running a country congratulations <laughs> canada while a controversial figure there we go that's the murder uh reference there Uh While a controversial figure, Uh because some people, Pat, in certain circles, find murder to be controversial. Oh, wow. Now, that's not me. Wow. But I'm just, we're acknowledging that some people might find his murder of people just a little controversial.
3: Who are they? Who are they? Thank you. To say. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. While a controversial figure, both Mr. Castro's... One person's murder is another person's freeing of the spirit. Yes. Right? Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Absolutely. So, while a controversial figure, both Mr. Castro's supporters and detractors recognize his tremendous dedication and love for the Cuban people, who he was murdering all the time, who had a deep and lasting affection for El
3: Comandante. He loved them so much, he he couldn't part with them. No, could not part with, could not, not. not allow them to leave him. Now, his dad, Justin Trudeau's dad, was.
0: Pierre Trudeau, right. not to be confused with Jack Trudeau, the quarterback from the Indianapolis or Colts. Or Gary
3: Trudeau, who I believe is the cartoonist, cartoonist. of Doonesbury. Okay, right.
0: it's right. neither of those Trudeaus. It's the dad, Pierre Trudeau, who also mm. was prime minister of Canada. I know my father was very proud to call him a friend. Wow. And I had the opportunity, wow. opportunity to meet Fidel when my father passed away. It was also a real aneur, because he spelled it with a U which is, is you don't need that. You don't need the U. Okay, Justin, you don't need the U. It was also my my real honor uh, to meet his three sons and his brother, President Raul Castro, during my recent visit to Cuba. Mm. On behalf of all Canadians, Sophie and I offer our deepest condolences to the family, friends, and many, many supporters of Mr. Castro. We join the people of Cuba today in mourning the loss of this remarkable leader.
3: That's ridiculously offensive. That's, that, that's so inappropriate. Because, like,
0: you know, you know, Trump came out and did what Trump does. Everyone, th- everyone likes about Trump, which is like, "Fidel Castro's dead!" Exclamation point. That was his tweet? <laughs> 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 All right. You know, that's how I felt. To be honest. Right. Me too. Uh, and uh, you know, know I don't know if that's the, the right
3: president. Thing. It might not be the right vibe <laughs> <for> the <laughs> president. Well, but he's still president-elect.
0: We'll take it. That's I, right. And then, Mr. You know, <laughs> President Obama had like the. The more typical, as you'd expect, you know, it wasn't...
3: Um, you don't have to say, I'm glad the scumbag died right? You but, know, when you're a world leader. You yes. don't have to celebrate in the street like his people are doing in Miami. But there's a, there's a line you walk, and he did not walk that line.
0: No, and, it. And, yes, he did. Now, people noticed uh, Justin Trudeau's statement and, and came up with some Trudeau eulogies. Um, the Trudeau eulogy thing was going around Twitter. Uh, <laughs> some of these are really good... Uh, Ted Bundy was a controversial <laughs> man, but he will be remembered for his charisma and great love of women. <laughs> I, I, it's, I guess it could be true. To some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Today, we mourn the loss of Norman Bates, a family man who was truly defined by his devotion to his mother. <laughs> today, uh, today, we uh, mark the passing of a great doctor, chef, and cannibal his love for music was only outweighed by his love for liver <laughs> uh, like this this is from a guy who might go to the Supreme Court by the way Don Willett he's one of the guys on the 21 list he okay. tweeted Freddie loved the company of children and made sure the dreams of every child on Elm Street came true <laughs> I, I, he's got to be the choice that's, just because he's so good on Twitter. That's funny. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Mr. Stalin will be fondly remembered for increasing tourism to the otherwise unwelcoming Siberia. <laughs> that's true. There weren't a lot of visitors before he got into office. And uh, Let's see. Uh, Pol Pot has given so much to the world of agriculture
3: with his bold <laughs> ideas on fertilizer. Oh, oh man. Okay, that so hurts. all of them aren't necessarily tasteful. <laughs> no, definitely not. But
0: honestly, uh, 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 neither is Trudeau's. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine being a person who fled on a freaking floating car to come to Miami to see finally your people be freed and then see this dope in Canada coming up with a statement making this guy look like an international hero? He yeah. is not a hero. He's a murderous dictator who crushed a country. I mean, the, you know, people talk about the, uh, the embargo, and you can agree or disagree with that. He could have traded with any other country. The, the, the economy was his fault, his
3: doing. That, oh, yeah. It wasn't ours. Oh, yeah. I mean, we. we they blame we, us for it all the time. Of course they do. But it wasn't our doing. 888 727 back 888 BECK. More of the Glenn Beck program coming up.
2: You're listening to the Glenn Beck program.
6: Mercury.
3: year already isn't it i mean thanksgiving's passed us already i'm just used to it being somewhere near halloween <laughs> that's, that's a month and a half ago or whatever triple eight seven two seven back Pat's pat stew jeffy for uh, glenn today he's back tomorrow um we've been talking about the death of fidel castro which it finally happened i, I think a lot of cubans thought he was like a cockroach and couldn't be killed Uh, Because one of the things I saw from the people celebrating in Miami was that we thought this day would never happen. I mean, he has lived so long and he's ruled so long and so brutally. They just didn't think it could ever occur that they'd finally be rid of him.
0: Yeah, I mean, some of the reporting indicates there were up to 600 attempts on his life. Oh, uh, uh, six i mean you never know what to believe on that because yeah, some of that could have been his says, own hype right exactly there are definitely several uh, i know glebeck.com has a story up now uh, where you can uh, look at <laughs> some of the uh attempts on his life there were many and people were you know there was not a lot of sadness no outside of world leaders who were apparently you know just tortured by
5: this
3: and it might be interesting to turn to somebody who knows pretty well and that would be like uh uh, a senator, U.S. senator of Cuban descent, uh, Marco Rubio. Hey,
2: we're going to eulogize him and analyze all capital. Let's have an honest assessment of what he has meant and what he has done. And I don't want to hear this garbage about, oh, people can read more than they did back in 1959. You know, over two million people had to leave their country. There were people executed without trial. There were people in prison for 25 or 30 years. I mean, he did some horrifying things here and around the world, and uh, he needs to be held to account for that. And right now, he'll he's facing his maker, and he'll have to account for a lot of that. Uh yep. Mhm.
3: Yeah. Not a lot of love lost there. Uh
0: look, you know, the election has been uh, decided despite what the Democrats uh, seem to think. Uh, but I mean, can you imagine just t- in, a, in an alternate universe that the last thing that Fidel Castro
3: saw was either Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio a C- Cuban descendant oh, as president of the United States? <laughs> that would have guys who pretty much loathe him? Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Uh, that would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. Uh Black Lives Matter. Um does not loathe him. They're on the other side of this equation. They've come out in support of Fidel following his death. Stunning. They said uh, that they must, quote, come to the defense of El Comandante and thank him for safeguarding Asada Shakur, who's on the FBI's most wanted terrorist list. That's, I'm glad that uh, Fidel had the opportunity to take him in and take him under his wing. That is, That's wonderful. Uh, The the article, which was not bylined, was tweeted out by the closest thing there is to an official Black Lives Matter account and posted on the movement's semi-official Facebook page. Although no leader is without flaws, Mm. he said, we must push back against the rhetoric of the right and come to the defense of El Comandante. I mean, how how ignorant of his reign do you have to be to do that? It's really it's astonishing, and it's irresponsible, and it's, it's just frankly stupid. Yeah, you, um, you have this, uh, and Glenn's talked about this
0: many times. There's plenty of people in Black Lives Matter who, you know, might be wrong, but are, you know, the normal human beings. Yeah, right? but they're led yeah. by,
3: by leadership like this.
0: Yeah, but the leadership you know, is is leadership is. We've powerful. gone over their list of demands. It's not a list of demands for uh, black civil rights. It's no, a list of demands of A communist country, yeah, right? Um, where they want uh, not you know beyond the fact of reparations and all of these other things, they want massive changes to the law that you could find on Jill Stein's
3: platform. And essentially, they want their own communist nation. They wanted a section put aside for them where they had to live by themselves. Well, I mean, so you're you're separatists as well. You're. <laughs> Your dissidents, your your communist revolutionaries. I mean, how do you... I, I don't know how people are following them unless they just don't know the platform. And you're not paying attention to what's really happening and the facts of the cases behind the vast majority of these police shootings. Right. Um, there have been some that have been quest- super questionable, really questionable. Those people generally are being tried. This is a long-term uh, strategy
0: of the left. I mean, certainly it, it works into uh, you know, things we've seen throughout history. And what the left does, is, in this country in particular, is take a cause that many people, rightly or wrongly, because uh, the statistics don't necessarily bear out these arguments with the police uh, by any means, but rightly or wrongly, it seems, feels emotionally like it's a just cause. Nobody wants someone to get murdered by a police officer because of their, the color of their skin. There's Mm -hmm. very little evidence that it's occurring in the year 2016, at least very often, um, or if ever. I mean, you know, most of these cases, even when they are unjust killings, there's never seemingly any evidence that it's because it was racially motivated. But let's just say, uh, for for, you know, for the sake of argument, that some of them, there are some bad cases. Nobody wants those to happen, right? Um, But what they do, and the left does all the time, is to take these emotionally seem cases that feel justified and turn them into a reason to support their left-wing
3: policies. Even in the cases where all the evidence mm-hmm. has shown that the cops acted in a justified manner.
0: Right. Uh, and we think about all of the work from workers' rights to Black Lives Matter to Occupy Wall Street uh, to global warming and the environment. In cases like this where some of them, they have varying levels of truth attached to them. Um, however, the, the bottom line is they don't care. I mean, Al Gore doesn't care if what he's saying is true. He might be completely right, but he doesn't care. He cares about those under uh, uh, the, the 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 policies attached to them. He wants the the, the distribution of wealth. He wants increased control of of uh, government federally. And if, if, if we if that's all we can get is federal, that's fine. But if not in international uh, uh, governance, um, when it comes to these climate issues, they like they like the the left-wing policies, the growing of government, the growing of control over your life. And whatever um, uh, case they can have that will attach to that and and further that cause, they'll use. And it goes back to, you know, Glenn blabbing about Woodrow Wilson and and the idea of perpetual war going back uh, to those days as well. I know you
3: say blabbing with a great deal of love. Oh, yeah, well,
0: he's not here, so we can say it like that. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, he, he, he he would acknowledge he blabs about this. And the point is, if you can create a cause that feels like you're at war, you can activate people to do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. You want to do that without the war. And that's what global warming attempts to do. That's what Black Lives Matter is attempting to do. It's not to say that there's no real issue somewhere intertwined with these these topics. It's just the fact that they're being utilized by politicians
3: and by dictators in Cuba. And it's really hard to separate the leadership and the goals and aspirations of the leaders and the motivation of the leaders from the people who are following them. And that's what Glenn's trying to do. And that's that's why he wrote the articles, because there's a lot of people who just, you know, realize there's some injustice and and they're obviously upset about that. And and with good reason. Uh, But the leadership is not necessarily motivated in the same way that the people are. Um, But some of the reactions from people who should know better from from the international community, some of these political leaders um, didn't. Was it? politico or reason who who did the list of the think- of the worst reactions to Castro's death i think it was reason and these are people again who should know better. know better they're leaders of nations and by now you know we've got 50 years of this we've got 60 years it's been it was 1959 oh. we're going on we're going on 60 years of uh, of evidence to show what kind of person Fidel Castro really was. And he wasn't a good person. Um, let me break every uh,
0: rule of Casey Kasem broadcasting and start at number one because we've already blown that one for you. Justin Trudeau won. All right. so, I, mean, I hate to screw with the momentum of this piece, but it, it, <laughs> he's number one and I don't want to ruin it for you. Um, and number two was uh, the U.K.'s uh, Jeremy Corbyn, uh, Labour Party leader. The U.K.'s opposition party leader conceded Castro had flaws, though he wouldn't name them. Uh, insisted in a statement that Castro was a champion of social justice. Oh good gosh. Uh, uh, yeah, Oh uh, good golly. <laughs> as
3: reason this is writes. why we try to we try to emphasize how that is just code for socialism. Mm-hmm. Social it's, justice it's, is just socialism.
0: It's 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 moments like this where that's always proved out. It's how they say nice things about communists. Yep. They say the words social justice. If they're saying the same thing about the candidate you voted for and a communist, what does that tell you? It's the nice way to justify gigantic government and control of your life. Yep. And they use it every single time.
3: Um, There's two code, code phrases. One is social justice. Another is democracy. They're also trying to turn democracy into an excuse for socialism. And that's why we fight against that term all the time and, and try to remind people as often as we can, we're not a democracy. So stop that.
0: Go ahead. Yes, there are elements of democracy in the Constitutional Republic. Yes, yes there that are. does not mean we are a democracy. It is important right. to note that. Uh, as Reason writes about uh, Jeremy Cor- Corbyn, who called Castro a champion of social justice, this must be news to the gays who were herded into labor camps following Castro's revolution. Poets <laughs> and musicians imprisoned for counter-revolutionary expression. The exploited workers who, in the cruelest of ironies, are forbidden from unionizing innumerable cubans who died trying to escape this socialist paradise and those who remain but are forbidden from accessing the outside world through the internet you know they're talking about how there was i don't know something millions and millions of tweets about castro's death none of them came from cuba because they're not allowed to be on twitter They're not allowed to participate in that.
5: Well, I mean, Pat saw the news report. They were all uh, saddened. uh, (laughs) Yeah,
3: Yeah, we don't need to hear from them directly. That's right. Of course not. We have reporters over there uh, softening the story for us. The Ayatollah had a a, uh, statement. Oh, good. Um, Always like to hear from the Ayatollah.
0: (laughs) The religious (laughs) tyrant who rules over one of the worst human rights offending countries on Earth tweeted his fond memories of shooting the breeze with another dictator who brutalized his own people. I extensively talked with Fidel Castro in person. It is his personality to believe and rely on people. Oh, that's beautiful. I, oh, I, that did, is, that I beautiful. did. I mean, that is very nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, EU uh, uh, president, um, a statement that reads like it was produced by a bot employed by a crumbling bureaucracy. The president of the European Union's executive body wrote, With the death of Fidel Castro, the world has lost a man. Who was a hero for many? Oh wow! He changed the course of his country. He did do did, did that. He, it, did, it he sure did, did do that. Well, I will sure give. Did. I will give him that. He's
3: exactly right.
0: And his influence reached far beyond. True, uh, Fidel Castro remains one of the revolutionary figures of the 20th century. His legacy will be judged by history. Well, yeah, not if you write statements like that. It won't be. You know, I mean, that is the hope. Uh, but when you rewrite it uh, in lifetime, I mean, it doesn't wind up happening.
3: I'm fascinated by all these leaders using revolution as mm-hmm. if it's a good thing. Yeah, you do realize what happens uh, to you in a revolution, right? Yeah, you're dead.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, especially
3: in Europe. <laughs> you're dead. There's no coming back from that. Uh, and then uh, Ireland's president. Uh,
0: he, uh, he says, uh, having survived 600 attempts on his life, Fidel Castro, known to his peers in Cuba as El Comandante, uh, became one of the longest serving heads of
3: state. Again, oh, I love this. Length is great. <laughs> That's no. So
0: good. Like, with so what? He had a long reign of terror. Yeah. Yeah. You know, th- that is a negative it's like the people who say, you know what, we have to keep uh, the illegal immigrants here who have been here for a long time because the length of the, of the crime they've committed proves that they should be uh, relieved of any of the consequences. It like that. Exactly what the- yeah. It's like I never understand that. I mean, isn't it, in th- theory, better for someone who just came over a month ago uh breaking the law less less amount of time (laughs) well they've been breaking the law for 50 years
3: you gotta let them off the hook now slavery's been going on for a long time (laughs) Uh, no sense in ending it now <laughs> so you get the point
0: that, that's uh i mean you know we could go through too i mean the history of it is amazing i mean there is, is you know because it's been a while he, again his length of service to the cuban people was so long it was so long uh that now a lot of the, the documents of, of his initial era was have been declassified and you see from from the soviet side and from the the u.s side the the speech that uh kennedy was going to give if we bombed the nuclear sites during the cuban missile crisis that has come out now yeah. Um, we have that we can go through. Also, the, the communications between Cuba, Castro, and Khrushchev, uh, where they discussed uh, Castro wanted to nuke a first-strike nuke against the United States. And it was Khrushchev who really talked him out of it and it was, uh, was, Imagine the, was the under-control under guy.
3: Khrushchev being more level-headed than Fidel Castro? That's <laughs> incredible. That's saying something. 888-727-BECK. More of the Glenn Beck program coming up.
5: This is the Glenn Beck program. Mercury.
3: 888 727 Uh, Beck. We've been talking about the death of Fidel Castro on Friday.
2: Uh, Greg in Canada. Hi,
3: you're on the Glenn Beck program.
2: Yes, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd like to chime in on this Justin Trudeau. 33 years uh, I've been in northern Northern Canada, Alberta, in the oil industry. Uh, Justin Trudeau, as we've seen it, uh, he speaks uh, not on my behalf in no way, shape, or form. Uh, as well as millions of other Canadians. This person is a failed politician, as I see it, as many other people, as his father was, as he traveled through Alberta, the hub of the oil industry of Canada, 30 years ago or so, on a train, fingering everybody off of the train. That's his father. This is their legacy. This This is what this Trudeau stands for. This person is now in the midst of shutting down our coal industry, Uh, Our Mm. oil industry has come to a stop. They put a carbon tax up from $10 a ton to $30 a ton on big industry. Oh, There's tens of millions of people that are going to be out of work in this country due to this. This person Mm. is shutting down. Basically, he got in. Due to the people that uh, vote in this country not voting, sick of the the bureaucracy and uh, the ballot system, and uh, we've let these uh, these millennials, the generation that live in their parents' basements, the tree hugging <laughs> uh, lollipop and rainbow people. Uh, uh, oh, there you go. We let these <laughs> people
3: make the make the vote. We feel, we feel your pain. I'm out of time up. The Glenn Beck Program.
6: Mercury.
3: <laughs> Patton Stu filling in for Glenn, he's back tomorrow on uh, Cyber Monday. And chances are pretty good. You're going to spend some money on worthless stuff today, but uh, we have a story to make you feel better about your purchases. They say up to three billion dollars it will be spent today. Uh, The claim that three million non-citizens voted illegally in the uh, election in November on November eighth not not exactly proven. (laughs) Not not exactly a hardcore fact. (laughs) Not exactly even a softcore fact. fact. Uh, we'll not even Cinemax-level fact? Uh, no. No. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not even AMC-level <laughs> fact. Wow. Uh, so uh, we'll get into that and uh, talk about what happened uh, over the last week or so. And the Thanksgiving holiday, which I hope went really well for you. We'll start with that right now.
4: Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glen Beck program. I will make a stand. I will raise my voice, I will hold your hand. Cause we are one, I will be my drum. I have made my choice. We will overcome. Cause we
3: are one that's doing Jeffy. For Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program, 888-727-BECK. I was fortunate, fortunate enough to uh, spend most of my vacation uh, with uh, the U- United States government bureaucracy, which was f- I, I enjoy doing. I, really? I think I've made pretty clear uh, from time to time here. It was, it was lovely. It was really? a prison system,
0: or what was the Well, jail? The,
3: my, my daughter has somehow, in one of the moves, we, we lost her social security card. And so without you just that, get one of those pieces oh, it's so easy I'm gonna tell you how easy it is it's just this easy and we need it so that she can get a driver's license right she can't have her driver's license without the social security card however Wait. she can't get the social security card without her driver's license <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a wonderful system and um, and uh, I had a really good time trying to deal with it because conveniently located the social security office nearest me Conveniently, just forty-five minutes from my house. Yeah, oh, wow! Just a mere forty-five. So, just an hour and a half round trip, and that's only a fraction of the allotted time <laughs> they allow you to spend at the Social Security office.
5: You want, to, you want to get there early, of course. You
3: want to get there early, and you t- when you do, you, you get only, a ticket. You only get to spend an extra hour and a half waiting for oh, your okay. ticket. Yeah. So you get your ticket, okay, right? So and so you then, wait an hour and a half before you get the ticket? No, you you, you get, get the, the ticket, ticket right away. Oh, that's great. Oh, your ticket comes bang, you got that ticket in your hand. <laughs> and then you take a seat if you can find one. <laughs> and then you wait for your turn and your ticket to be called. Do they call it or do they have the digital numbers up yeah, they at the call at it. the booth? They, oh, okay. They'll call it. And and you walk up there like a pig to a slaughter. <laughs> you sure do. And uh so after First day, I didn't get there as early as I probably should have. The first day, it was was oh, ten o'clock in the morning instead you, of nine o'clock when it opens. Did you make it in at all that day? Uh, so it was an hour and a half wait the first okay. day, and Not bad. and so that was only a, a two and a half. By the time I got home, probably a three-hour wait. And when I got to the, when I got my number called, though, I happily took my information because I, I did a little research on it and found out what I needed, needed a birth certificate because I didn't have a driver's license for identity purposes. And they said some kind of a medical thing from your doctor that's been signed. So I've, I found something that's been signed by our doctor and dated. And uh, I had her birth certificate. And I bring it. And, oh, nope, yeah, you can't have that because her birth date is not on the medical record. Mm. wasn't on the medical. But I said, but it's on, it's on her birth certificate. That doesn't matter because it must be on the medical record that you provide. And so he writes this list out for me of things I need. So I leave. Well, that was nice of him. Yeah, wasn't that nice? Yeah,
0: this is your Social Security card.
3: No, this is this is her Social. I'm trying to get a replacement Social Security card for her. Hmm. But I have to provide my... So before I leave, I ask him, well, can I mail this in? And he said, oh, sure you can. But you just have to have your driver's license with it. <laughs> I said, Mike. Uh, can I make a copy of your driver, of my driver's license? No, you can't. Mm. Oh, so you're asking me to mail my actual driver's license to the Social Security Administration in Washington or wherever this thing winds up. You'll totally get that back, too. So what you're saying to me, then, is I can't do this by mail, <laughs> right. essentially. So anyway, after three and a half hours, I go home empty-handed, come back the next <sighs> day, bright and early. This time, I'm there at 9.05. And after... With the required documents? With the required documents, I thought. (laughs) And of course, no. I'm turned away. After waiting another hour and going to the desk again... To a different person. To a different person. Of course. I am told that it can't be some sort of medical bill. It has to be an actual medical record. Her medical records from her doctor have to be there signed, dated, and stamped (laughs) or weird thing i'm like are doctors really in the business of providing documentation for my daughter's social security replacement card oh well, yeah we get them all the time okay so it must be really easy to get those so i go to my daughter's uh so i leave after another two and a half hour waste of time uh go all the you're way you're making
5: headway it's not a waste of it? You're it making headway. Headway? yeah
3: so i finally obtain the medical record Signed, dated, stamped from a doctor. She hardly ever goes because she's rarely sick enough to actually go to a doctor. She's a, you know, she's 16 years old. She's, she's not, you know, feeble. So I, I get that. And, and now it's, it's Thursday. So obviously Thanksgiving, they're not open. So I check their website <laughs> to see if they're open on Friday. And it says nothing about them being closed on Friday. So I'm going to be open can, on a holiday weekend. I go again on Friday thinking they're going to be open. And I have the medical record, and I have the birth certificate, and I have every form of documentation. I just don't have anyone at the Social Security office. <laughs> it's closed, it's which it said holidays. nothing about on their website. National it holidays. said specifically we're closed Thursday, Thanksgiving. Not say Friday. So you would so assume. I, I assume mm-hmm. it's. And I called, I don't know how many times. I called three times, I think. Each time I was on a hold for about thirty minutes, and it just keeps ringing and then going back on hold. Right? You ever had that kind of hold yeah, system yes. where it rings and you think, "Oh, good, somebody's"? Nope, it's right back to the music. But <laughs> oh, it actually it's probably faster to just drive down there and check and see. Yes, that's what I thought. So because I called and and got this ring uh, for half an hour, and then eventually they said, "Well, nobody's available. I'll call again next time or later." And hung up. <laughs> I waited. That's a good machine. Thirty minutes to be hung up on. Yeah, I, uh, it's, that's how I spent seven hours of my vacation. Seven freaks. So hours. actually, you don't have it done yet, and I still don't have it done. No, so I can no tell you fine. what I was doing during those seven hours: um, eating, eating, because that is all I did
0: uh, this entire vacation. You <laughs> um, <I do> <laughs> ate and ate and ate. Uh. I actually I put on enough weight to I've added a Glen to my body. Wow, That's how much, uh, that's how bad it was. I mean, that's pretty bad. Just constant. I, I don't understand it. It's as if I believe there will be no food tomorrow. Like there will never, they, all, it's like one of those like apocalyptic shows where like, you, you know, I think maybe Walking Dead is like this where the only thing you can eat is other humans. But it's like you just feel like I don't know what's convinced me that that's going to occur. But in my brain somewhere, <laughs> that's happening. And I better eat it all now. Uh, or there will be no more tomorrow. Well, you never know. No, you never you know.
5: It's going to happen. You never know. That. I mean, I spent most of the vacation um, saving my life because I felt like if I didn't eat, I would fall over dead. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I, I, I just continued to eat. I'm, I'm with you, Stu. Mm. I'm with yeah. you. I felt like, my God, I think I've lost a pound. Ate something. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because if you keep going at that
3: rate where you're losing a pound an hour. Right? I mean... you're. And he, and he, he in over. 3,800 hours, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
0: I was gonna go for a three or four hundred, and you <laughs> went all the way to 3,800 on the first pass. I like that. Um, I did go to, a, I actually went to a mall on Black Friday, by the way. Now I don't really? remember. I think this is the second that time I've ever like
3: done this. Like the anti-student thing. Sure exactly,
0: does. the dumbest thing in the world to do. Um, and I, I think it's interesting because you mentioned what was the number three billion dollars of sales for think? Cyber Monday, Monday. Yeah. I think we've reached this mm-hmm. moment. Uh, The tipping point, as it were, where Black Friday has actually reversed into like more of a normal day at the mall. It was a busy day at the mall.
3: Oh, that's what I heard from my wife too.
0: It's but it's not like what I pictured back in the day because my grand, my grandma, my aunt used to go every day after Thanksgiving at six in the morning.
3: Yeah, and and wait in lines for hours and hours.
0: Back then, and And I just remember thinking that is the that's crazy. What are you doing now? They liked it. I think it was like a bonding because it was a day. Yes, nuts. Yes. And I never wanted to do it. So now with kids, however, they plan all of these big events at the malls. Like Santa's there and there's magic shows and there's, you know, musicals and all those things. So we didn't go to shop. We just went to, you know, bring the kids to all the little events that they had. Yeah. Um, but. You know, maybe at six in the morning it's super crazy, but I think because of things like Cyber Monday, where people are like, "Screw it, I'm not going near the I all Think there, so? Yeah. It was, you know, it was crowded, but it was nothing like, it, you know, like the documentary um, with uh, Sinbad in it, um, and, uh, and and was it Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger? What was that movie? A jingle, jingle all away. Away.
3: It's not the way. In the
0: <laughs> <It's> not, that's <laughs> the incredible documentary that I think told the truth of that era mm-hmm. has, I
3: think, now changed. Uh, and it definitely has because they've spread it out yeah. over the whole season now. And you, you don't have to do that. Plus, now we've got Thanksgiving, too. A lot of stores are open on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it starts then instead yeah. of the day after. it's
0: spread out to the point where it's actually not all that terrible. yeah At least with my experience. We've gone twice now and it, you know, towards the afternoon to evening, and it's, it's an annoying day. But every day at the mall is an annoying day at the mall. It was just a you know a, a, a normal, crowded day. Like
3: a Saturday, like a weekend, right? Busy yeah. like a weekend, yeah. normal weekend day. Yeah, which
0: is kind of crazy. I, I mean, I, I, I'm sure the malls exactly. are not thrilled
3: exactly. about this new reality. I'm sure they're not, yeah. um, especially because of, I think today, Cyber Monday has made it so much easier for people to just get it done online and you don't have to go anywhere. Which is nice, and then it just comes to your door on time. If it took a month or six weeks for delivery, like it used to, then you know you'd have people back in the stores all the time. But it doesn't. I mean, it can be there in a day or two, or less than or that. Or Sooner, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you still see the stories all the time of people
5: fighting over television sets, and all. Were,
3: I don't know where that's going on. There
5: were a, a, a few small stories batted around, but there was also the stories of uh, good, you know, eat access the store was really busy they handed out numbers for big ticket items people waited in line got their stuff everything was fine
0: this is the typical way media handles stories right it's like the overwhelming majority of of people are going to these stores and they're buying things that are so advanced to as to what they were even five or ten years ago so incredibly advanced at (laughs) prices that no one would conceive of just a few (laughs) years ago shipped in from all over the world Yep. pieced together by people in different countries, this incredible series of events that leads to this impossibly <laughs> awesome television being available f- a mile from your home for like $90. <laughs> and what does the media focus on? The four incidents across the country where people get in arguments about it. Yes. It's like, yes, I get it that we yeah. can get to the point uh, where we think about presence too much and we can get to the point where commercialization takes over a little bit and people get passionate in moments where they're trying to complete important tasks that's the story though in reality the the much larger story is that we have we have a society here uh, based on the principles of capitalism and the free market that are achieving things that are completely unheard of for ourselves 10 or 15 years ago I mean, that is really the story. And, yes, you know, I'm so sorry that we have a couple days where people get excited to go buy things for 70% off. I mean, that's natural. People want to save their money to spend on other things.
3: And, you know, that would be a great story. The, The success of capitalism would be a great story. Nobody wants to tell it. But it'd be a great story. Well, no,
0: and, it's, and it's, no one wants to, certainly no one wants to tell it on the left because capitalism is evil. But even on the right, we want to get stuck into the point of, like, well, we shouldn't have stores open between November 1st and the end of the year because it's ruining Christmas. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, yes, you can go too far. And there are times where you prioritize the wrong things. But let's put this in perspective. I loved Christmas as a kid, as I still do. And you know what? Pa- Presents are part of it, and that's okay. Yep. It's okay to enjoy some of my greatest memories so. as a kid. I remember getting certain specific presidents and being so excited about it, and you know I also remember my parents being there and celebrating it with me, and I remember playing it with my cousins and my friends, uh, you know. Yet, yes, the friends and the parents are the more important part of that puzzle, but the presents are part of it. It's a, commercialization. is a a word to make capitalism look evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, don't, I don't buy into
3: that at all. But they've, they've done a good job. Of they have. Spinning it they, that have. Way. they have. They've done a great job of spinning it like it's awful. Like, like if everybody doesn't have exactly the same items at their home, uh, this is an evil society. Yeah. 888-727-BECK. More Pat Stew for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Come on up.
2: You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.
3: Is strong word to use for the Social Security Administration?
5: I, 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 strong? I, I don't
3: think I'm so. I'm pretty close to being there. I, I, I hate the office. I don't necessarily hate the people, although I'm not fan, a fan. <laughs> but I do hate the Social Security Administration. Oh, the people
5: that work the there The government now, bureaucracy. After you've worked there for several days, your heart is hardened. You know that. Those people have zero oh, you care for you. Yeah, they don't
3: care they don't care zero care for you and if they made it as difficult on illegal aliens as they make it on american citizens we wouldn't have a single illegal alien we wouldn't need a wall you know we wouldn't need a wall <laughs> thank you i mean they they could bring their blockbuster video card uh blockbuster doesn't even exist anymore that's all right we'll take that <laughs> I mean, that's, that's proof that it's you that's proof that it's you that's a uh, that's a proof of identity right there you can't fake a uh, blockbuster video card. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh it is Cyber Monday. And they do say that $3 billion will be spent today. I'm not sure if, if I believe that, but oh, right, after, right after, uh, if you were to check Drudge on Saturday, it was like every record of sales ever created had been broken that day. Luckily, I didn't do that. And it was all because of Donald Trump. And now, it's it. well, now we're seeing the stories that, oh, uh, the stores experienced less sales than normal. Did you, did you see that story, too? Uh, so I'm confused. Was it a record-breaking day or did the stores, is it the stores plus the Internet was record-breaking? Or was it a good Black Friday? I don't even know. I don't even know now. It's so confusing because there's so many hidden agendas. With every outlet, every news outlet has their own agenda to make it look good for Trump, to make it look bad for Trump. Uh, so I, I don't know what's going on. But we have some sales today. There's some items. And um, if you're going to spend $3 billion, you might as well spend some of
0: it
5: here. At Glenbeck.com.
3: Well. And yes. in fact, your $3 billion is going to go so much further at
0: Glenbeck.com than $3 billion at another website. Uh, because 60% off uh, right now
3: at, uh, at glenbeck.com with all the cool. A lot of the, a lot of stuff is really Christmassy from uh, the Immortal Nicholas. So that's only um, $1 billion you would have to spend at glenbeck.com? Well, we recommend you spend oh.
0: At $3 billion. Oh, okay. Uh,
3: and then you just right. get extra products. Okay. Um, still spend the $3 billion. <clears throat> uh,
0: but all the Immortal Nicholas stuff is there, which is great for Christmas. Uh, mm-hmm. Really cool uh, Christmas stuff. And then, you know, all the stuff that you, uh, you know from, uh, from uh, you know, we've talked about over the years. Uh, all available at glenbeck.com. Huge deals. What is uh, a throwback mystery box? <laughs> I think what they do is they take a shovel to the bottom of the prize closet, and then they shovel it into exactly a box. exactly
5: what they do. Uh, and then No, I don't. It's, it's and, actually and the really the box cool. is nice. You get a really nice box, and then when you open it up, you get to see what was on the shovel
0: at the <laughs> right, bottom right. of the prize well, closet. I know you get a couple of really cool items like that are sort of uh, you know higher end, and then you get uh, some cool memorabilia from the past. Some people have actually told, uh, told us that there's uh, really cool stuff that you know, it's not even for sale on the website anymore. Oh,
3: yeah. I wonder yeah. if the Bees No t shirts or polos, I'll bet those aren't even available anymore. I don't so, think no. they are. it's been a long time since we talked about the Bees, sure has. Bees No, but well, there's Christmas ornaments, there's all sorts of stuff. If you those are you're 60% family. off for a Bees yeah. No polo, <laughs> those are nice polos, too. Faith, Hope, and Charity Love hoodies one. 25% off. Believe Again long sleeves 60% off. Deals end at midnight tonight, so go to gludbeck.com and save big 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK, Beck, Glenn's back tomorrow. Pat and Stu and Jeffy. In the meantime, on the Glenn Beck Program. We
4: are the Glenn Beck Program. Look
1: letter and get all the info you
3: need to know at glennbeck.com. Pat, Stu, and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. Uh, Glenn will be back tomorrow. Cyber Monday today. Uh, we are also getting reports, uh, and they're kind of sketchy right now. We don't have a lot of details, but they're supposedly an active shooter on the campus of Ohio State University in Columbus.
0: Yeah. Uh, they, uh, Ohio State's emergency management has been tweeting about it. Uh, there's lots of uh, police on the scene. Uh, The initial tweet was, active shooter on campus, run, hide, fight. I mean, how scary is that to get to see that in your feed? Uh, Watts Hall, 19th and college. Then they say, uh, continue to shelter in place, avoid area of college, more information to follow. Uh, so police are on scene there, and we don't have any of the details as to, you know, what has happened exactly, but obviously a serious situation going on, and we will
6: follow the details. Yeah, uh, we'll
0: follow
3: that. 888 uh, 727 Also, uh, over the weekend, Donald Trump started uh, tweeting again, and um, that's usually a dangerous thing for him.
0: Although some of them I think were absolutely fine. Uh, you know, he's being beat up because he's, he's tweeted, I don't know, something like 13 times about um, the recount efforts and fraud in the election, mm-hmm. most of which I think are fair game. To point out the fact that Hillary Clinton and every Democrat and every person in the media went off, their, off the rails when Trump said yes. uh, that he would not accept the election results
3: Right. Uh, and now have completely switched sides. Remember, this is what Hillary said back then.
4: I, I have to admit, you know, when we were both asked the question... I assumed he would say what everybody has always said, which is, hey, of course, you know, because to say you won't respect the results of the election, that is a direct threat to our democracy.
3: You're not, You're not democracy. We're not a democracy. No, this, I see why you lost. It's not, yeah, yeah, it's, it's,
4: the peaceful transfer of power is one of the things that makes America, America. It is not a joke, and look, some people are sore losers, and, you know, we just yeah. we just got
3: to keep going. And we should respect the results of this election, or any election! This an election
0: of America! We have a right to the election!
3: <laughs> yeah, well, shut up. And that's not what she's saying now. In fact, now, no. she has joined Jill Stein in
0: this recount. Her lead lawyer is involved in the, in the recount now. Now, the Jill Stein thing is quite
3: obviously a scam. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure the angle there. They, they assume she's just filling her coffers. Oh I-
0: no, I mean, she says it in, in the disclaimer. It, it, we can't guarantee that we're going to get a recount in these states. But what we can guarantee is that we will demand a recount in these states. Oh! Oh! Wow! Well, you've dem- if you're if Jill Stein's demanding it, I guess you know everyone's. I
3: mean, you're talking about the person who got less than one percent of the vote, right? Uh, if if she, if she demands something, mm. uh, you know, nobody cares. No, nobody cares. And so. so, and what she says
0: in there is like, we will if we don't get the recount, we'll use the the excess for um, you know uh, electoral reform. And other causes close to the Green Party heart, that's um, which is you know, so I think quite uh, pathetic. And look, I, you're, you're not going to see me shedding a tear that a bunch of uh, stupid Democrats wasted their money giving it to Jill Stein. Uh, right. That's not I'm yeah. not going to cry over that one. And that's the thing where I don't, because the most important thing is how hypocritical the media and and Clinton and the, and the Clinton supporters are over this recount. This is this is not. It is not something that gets overturned in a recount. You don't have elections overturned that are 110,000 votes in a recount. That's not what happens. You have three states. It's about 110, 115,000 votes, which Trump won. He would have to lose all three of those to lose the election, which is Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Uh, Pennsylvania is something like 60,000 votes. You're not going to overturn that with a recount.
3: Right. I mean, no it, way.
0: If there was massive no election fraud, then you could see something even, like
3: that. But there's no even evidence of camp, that. Even Hillary's people say there's absolutely no evidence of it. Yeah no evidence yeah. so and why are you doing this now they're saying look we didn't ask
0: for it but now that it's happening we have to participate in it I, you know it's uh, obviously a questionable claim but to bring up the and it's not just them it's the media as well the media took it as the the most central attack on our constitution in history on our democracy on our democracy Stu, when our democracy is at stake when he said that he would not accept the, the election results um, and then he later joked, well, I'll accept him if I win. That was his big comeback right. the next day, kind of to taunt the media. Right. Uh, and they they were outraged by this. I listened to CNN this morning. They're like, oh, well, I mean, a recount is part of the Constitution. Of course you could do that. That's totally fine. That's it's not what, what he, he was, was saying. talking about the right. whole time. So they assigned to Trump, in theory, this weird illegal revolution aspect, which he didn't say. He did not say that he was going to turn over the tables and burn down the country if he lost. People assigned that to him. He said he may not accept the results, which, you know, honestly, I took as he would do this sort of crap. He would, if he lost by 150,000 votes, he'd be in there asking for recounts, which would be ridiculous. And now it's ridiculous that the left is doing it. They all said they would accept the results until they lost. And now they're all saying they're not going to accept the results. It's embarrassing. This is only a few weeks ago, guys.
3: Remember when he said he would side with Putin and Fidel Castro and uh, and start open revolution? No. Start a shooting war? Remember that? I
0: don't remember that. that. No, he didn't say that. Oh, He's maybe he's siding oh. with Putin a little bit more than I'm comfortable with. But other than that, he didn't say any of that stuff.
3: What he did say, though, was the 3 million people voted illegally. 3 million illegal votes? Where, where, where's the evidence for that? And This is the problem. What because is Trump is in the That's right here. That's irresponsible.
0: Trump is in the right here. He is in the right. He won the freaking election. You won the alone. game. But we play enough. to win the game. It's not he enough. won the freaking game. It's
3: not enough. Just? Because the popular vote.
0: Right then, that's apparently bothering his, him. And that's
3: bothering. Oh, big um, time.
0: Which and bothering at, him, and he's been told by people at Infowars uh, that he actually won the electoral, the uh, the popular vote because votes were stolen from him. Three million ele- uh, illegal uh, votes come now. The
3: evidence of that, Trump, of course, is is uh, yeah. apparently a tweet,
0: a tweet from someone named Greg Phillips, who says he's completed a database of 180 million voter Are registrations. You talking about? Wait,
3: the the Greg? Phillips, the Greg Phillips, the Greg Phillips, uh, voting election investigator. Yes, guy? That- yeah, not the
0: cartoonist. All the sources <laughs> point back to these two tweets from a guy named Greg Phillips, right. wh- whose Twitter profile identifies him as the founder of Vote Stand, America's first online f- fraud reporting app. I never heard of it, but apparently it's it's is important. Greg says he's completed an analysis of a database of 180 million voter registrations. Number of non citizens votes exceeds three million. We have verified that more than three million votes cast by non citizens. Phillips offers no evidence whatsoever to back up the claim that he verified more than 3 million non-citizen votes, nor does he divulge his data sources or methodology must explain how it's possible to verify 3 million fraudulent votes within five days of a national election. It's not possible. It's not. In oh, fact, we
5: Phil- have the app. It's
0: all new. It's all new on the <laughs> I mean, app. I think that's his take on this. Uh, Phillips bluntly refuses to share the information with journalists, claiming it will be released in open form to the American people. Apparently that's coming. Um, He's a guy who his background is he he ran a super PAC for Newt Gingrich in 2012 um, and uh, he has worked apparently in these circles. Now, you know, this is where this 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 voter fraud thing is always problematic because there are two sides of this, apparently, and the only two sides you're supposed to believe, which is there's millions and millions of illegals voting. um, And um, and we we have verified this and the election actually was won by Donald Trump or there's never been a case of voter fraud in American history. Now, that used to be the case from the left until they lost the election. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, there's voter fraud in apparently three states, which, by the way, all the election uh, analysts that have looked at this, serious people in journalism, by the way, uh, and the statistical analysis people that the left loved until Donald Trump won.
3: Finding nothing. All those wrong. people are
0: saying there's no evidence to this. Yeah. They're trying to say there's a. a um, um, a disparity between paper ballots and electronic ballots. However, paper ballots and electronic ballots in other states with similar demographics are backing the same results. There's no reason to believe there is anything to the claims that Donald Trump lost this election. The guy freaking won. He won the election, won it fair and square. Why he's bothering with the nonsense of playing with the I media now, I, I, really I don't understand it because it, it takes. She wouldn't. It, you know, he's trying to you know, wrestle defeat out of the jaws of victory here. And, and it's, it's funny because here he is saying millions, millions of fraudulent votes were cast. He's essentially making the case for a recount. Yeah. He's, he is making the case for an audit of the vote when he won.
3: Just leave it. You won. You and won. N- none of us dispute it. I mean, the Democrats maybe, but, but they, they really weren't.
0: They, even the Clinton even campaign knows there's nothing to this. Right. They know there's nothing to this. So leave it. They're going to try. They're going to try to, to raise some money off of the backs of the people who believe it. Just like you know, Trump has done with some some of his uh, fringy followers. It happens in politics, um, but it's it's a it's an it's an embarrassing sideshow to this. The guy won the election. Focus on important things. And yeah, we don't need it. You know, it. I mean, he's in the middle of, of naming people
3: in his cabinet right now. There's a big. Are you shocked? Speaking of that, I'm stunned that he would even consider Mitt Romney. Yeah, I don't think he is. Not Do you think he longer, is? I, well, I, I mean, I the, Romney showed up, and they're discussing this together is unbelievable to me it ju- and it just makes me believe the whole thing is s- a sideshow it really does feel the whole thing including the Romney and getting out there and you know t- uh, telling everybody he's a clown and he's not serious yeah. and this and that and now you're going to be the guy's secretary of state I mean, yeah. So if I'm Trump, I don't want Romney. I don't want Romney. And if I'm Romney, I don't, I don't
0: want, want Trump. Trump. I mean, uh, the, yes. Yes, you guys disagree. You don't need to work together in this.
3: Well, thing. you don't understand politics. We put all that stuff aside. For that was the, what we were supposed to. That's what we were supposed
0: to get out of Donald Trump, a guy who didn't I do that. And, no. and to be honest, I don't think he's doing it. I mean, who knows? I would not be shocked by anything in the political sphere these uh, days.
3: They're saying he is seriously considering. It. Did
0: you see what Ke- Kellyanne Conway did this weekend? Um. She's out there basically I trashing didn't
3: follow her exploits as closely as I probably was well,
0: a big story. <laughs> and, and, and I know, and I, I know you. I, I, just, I didn't believe me. I understand. I and on, on Thanksgiving weekend, I was I'm with you on this. However, uh, she comes out and essentially boxes Trump in. If you want to believe the media spin on this. She comes out and says, well, a lot of people would be very disappointed in Donald if he were to name it Romney. A lot of his supporters would think it was a terrible choice. He said a lot of really bad things about it. basically boxing him in, yeah. say, making it so if he names Romney, he's pissing off his own people. His people should be pissed at him. And a lot of people are saying he's box, she is boxing him in. And I don't know if I've ever seen an important aide in the uh, run-up to, to taking over the, in the inauguration uh, come out and and publicly criticize a choice that hasn't even been made that supposedly the candidate is seriously considering.
3: Yeah, but we're seeing a lot of a unprecedented lot of things. We uh, are. So it could be true. Be true. true. And, I, and oh. I,
0: my vibe is he actually doesn't want Romney. He never wanted Romney. He wanted to put... He wants to you know, play the role of saying like, oh, maybe I'll pick Mitt Romney because I'm this type of guy. I just want the best people. Ah, you know what? In the end, we wound up not. And
3: even me. though he went to war against me, I'm willing. I'm considered. willing to, to yeah. step over.
0: The, it That's feels because he did the same possible. thing, kind of at least was reported with Cruz and then he brought him in there. I never for a second believed he was naming Cruz attorney general. But no, I mean, I didn't either. but that was the reporting. And I think either the good side of it is he's bringing people in and saying, you know, I want to I want to show that I'm willing to work with people that I don't agree with. The bad side of this, and many people have speculated on this as well, is that he's bringing these people in to show that they're shills and will meet with them when they have a chance at power and then to embarrass them afterwards. They came say, to me and like begged a to dog. me like a dog. The thing he said Begging a hundred times for Secretary of State like a dog. And I said, no. <laughs> it does feel yeah, like what Donald Trump well, did throughout sure the does. primary. Again, I'll leave it open. I'm, hope, I'm hopeful. I mean,
3: maybe. We'll he, see.
0: He turns, he turns this around. I don't, although, let me be straight here. I understand a lot of people are saying that Mitt Romney would be a good Secretary of State because he, I do believe, would be a better, let's say, Secretary of State than Donald Trump or Steve Bannon or one of those types. He would be better. But, I mean, I, he's not ideal either. No. Now, I don't I don't necessarily want Mitt Romney as, as Secretary of State. He doesn't excite me at all. Yeah. I do think he'd be more under control than some of the Trump people, uh, the Trump loyalists. But, again... What about
3: Hillary Clinton for he, Secretary of State? Don't he said be, she did a great job. Yeah,
0: don't be so shocked. Uh, but, I, you know... Do so you want to name a person who would obviously be saying things that he didn't believe uh, from the candidate? He would be in constant disagreement with the guy who's the presidency. That's probably not a healthy way to run. I honestly completely understand Donald Trump saying, no way, screw Mitt Romney. I understand that. And honestly, that's probably the right vibe. If you have someone who thinks you're that bad at being president, you probably shouldn't be representing him on the world yeah, stage.
1: That's...
3: That's
0: true. It's probably not a good probably choice. True. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people who are... I wouldn't do it. I certainly I wouldn't, wouldn't do it. it. I wouldn't do it. And I wouldn't put Cruz in there either, to be honest with you. you know? I mean, I, I think I would... I like the idea that he's willing to talk to people, and hopefully that's actually true. Um, you know, some of the things, as we said, have been good. Some of them not so good so far. Mm-hmm. But you know, Mitt Romney's probably not the right choice, to be perfectly honest. I think that the sort of um, media establishment circle who likes Romney a hell of a lot better are looking at this and saying, hey, at least we'd have somebody on, this, on the stage that represented a more traditional view. But, I mean, it's, not probably the, it's probably not the right cause to have your Secretary of State being in that visceral disagreement with you.
3: 888 727 back. More Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program.
4: We have one. The Glenn Beck Program.
5: Mercury. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
3: In the active uh, shooter situation at Ohio State University, the fire department is reporting that eight victims have been sent to the hospital.
0: So I want report too you that t- at least two of them are stable, but no reports on who, who are the other people that have been transported, so we don't know yet. Okay. Um, but developing uh, into a, a pretty horrific situation, at least uh, in- initial reports indicate
3: Jeez, it is tiresome. Yeah, it sure is. is. It yeah, is. Shootings, it's got to stop.
0: 888-727-BECK. Um, uh, to wrap up the Kellyanne Conway thing, she's way too good a soldier to go out and trash Donald Trump's actual pick for security. The
3: secretary of state. I think that's true. She,
0: was, she ran a, a cruise Super PAC and became Donald Trump's biggest defender. She'll, she'll tell toe a lie. She's done that for a while.
4: The Glenn Beck Program.
0: Mercury.
3: Stu filling in for Glenn today. He's back tomorrow. Uh, it is true that we all gained uh, about 650 pounds each. <laughs> it's not collectively. That's that's each. That's average, yeah. Over uh, Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, I did 720. Yeah, 720? Oh, yeah, you guys must have been a little under that number.
3: I was actually g- considerably over. We may have Jeffy, were you? I was yeah. under. Oh,
0: yeah? We you okay. only gained 400. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's like when you're already an ocean, you know, and you put in 700 more drops of water, you don't really notice it,
5: right? (laughs) That's
3: what they say. Uh, We've got all those things and so many more to deal with right now.
4: of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
3: It's kind of interesting uh, in a really sick, perverted, creepy, horrifying way. You talk about a war on women and and we continually hear how uh, Republicans are waging a war on women. Uh, In Morocco, a smiling woman on a daily Moroccan TV show gave tips, gave women tips on how to apply makeup after that beating your husband gives you.
6: Mm. Uh,
3: Comparing brands of and hues of face foundation and demonstrating how to apply it. Seated next to her was uh, this host seated next to the host was a woman with what appeared to be a black eye and bruises on her cheekbones. And here's what, here's what this host, hostess said in Arabic. After the beating, this part is still sensitive, so don't press. Make sure to use loose powder to fix the makeup, so if you have to work throughout the day, the bruises don't show through. Mm. The makeup tutorial, which aired last Wednesday on Moroccan state television, Instructed viewers how to use concealer to camouflage the traces of violence against women. Spurt a little bit of outrage, as you can maybe imagine. Uh, even in the Muslim world. Uh, the segment was broadcast two days before the UN International Day for Elimination of Violence Against Women. It's a subject we shouldn't talk about, but unfortunately that's what it is, the segment's host said in the tutorial we hope that these beauty tips help you carry on with your normal life. <laughs> wow. um, when your normal life is getting beaten, we hope yeah, it does it, not continue. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, that kind of should be the message. Use foundation with yellow in it. Uh, if, you use, if you use the white one, your red punch marks will always show. Mm, that's sad. That's- and it's unbelievable. Why is it that women's groups in this country, cannot band together against this? Why is it that we have to say, well, you called her Miss instead of Miz? Ah, oh, that's wrong! Yeah. I, I, really? You're, that's what you're going to argue about when this kind of
0: stuff is going on? Yeah, I mean, I can tell you uh, this morning, CNN, lengthy, incredible reporting about the horrible tragedies befitting Muslim women in this country right now. Oh, um, uh, nothing to do with with. I mean, wouldn't that have been a more interesting and relevant report than the one I heard, which was uh, that a woman, I think it's in California, has decided to no longer wear her headscarf because she doesn't like the way people look at her uh, since the election
3: happened. Oh my gosh. um she doesn't like the way people look at her
0: right they don't she does not like the way people look at her
3: not that they've beaten her or given her bruises no she, or said anything no even they haven't even yelled at her they well,
0: she did have what she claims again I have no there's no independent confirmation on this report she claims that one person spit at her
3: spit at her
0: mm-hmm. um which look if that's true
3: is 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 wrong?
0: It is absolutely obviously. wrong and terrible. However, In a it does country not compare. of three hundred and
3: thirty million people. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many claims of these? I, I never even hear of it. I, I don't hear of all these horrible things against Muslims. Well, I mean, I, 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 obviously it happens somewhere, sometime. Um, but, but by the way, Christians are also abused somewhere at some time. Right. And I'll bet there's plenty of reports of that. That, or maybe even unreported.
0: And you don't deserve to be spit at. You don't deserve no, to be looked at. Of course not. I mean, it's not, you know, if you're a, an upstanding citizen, uh, regardless of your religion, we all know that you should not have to deal with those things. However, you also shouldn't have to deal with it when you are, uh, you know, attending a competing sporting event, right? Like if you're in, uh, you know, let me use uh, something close to home. If you're a visiting Cowboys fan to the Eagles game, you also don't deserve to be spit at. Well, maybe if you're a Cowboys fan, you do. But I mean, it's a bad example. But if you're a Giants fan, or, or oh, that's another bad example. Uh, reds Okay, they're, they're all really bad not examples. Bad
3: examples, Stu.
0: However, <laughs> <They're> really not. <laughs> I don't know. A San Diego Chargers fan does not deserve to come into uh, a, uh, a Philadelphia Eagles game and get spit at or have beer thrown at them. And you know, the, but I, these things happen because people are idiots at times. Yeah. And, they, and, and individuals, when you have a country with freedom and 320 million people in it, you're going to have some issues uh, with people acting like jerks.
3: I'm really tired of having urine thrown in my face. <laughs> you're what? I'm, I'm sick of it. I mean, I've, I've had enough of I, people throwing urine in my face.
0: You Well, has that happened?
3: Do yes, you? it's happened to me. Yes. Uh, uh, it, it happened to me on the mean streets of Helena when I was at a Helena Senators Legion baseball game walking underneath the stadium in the concourse near the uh, snack area. I think I'd just gotten a soda of some sort. And somebody ran by me the other way with a cup of urine in their hand and threw it in my face and kept running. <laughs> Gonna run by urine throw. A run by urine throw, and I'm tired of it. Is that just because you're Muslim? To, it was just because uh, I think it was because I'm Christian. Oh, okay. I, uh, maybe even Mormon. Mm, even though they, they didn't may necessarily have know. Sensed it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but well, I'm tired of it, those. and I don't want it to happen anymore. Well, you, can, you can pick those Mormons out of the crowd. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the one's usually nicely dressed and groomed. Um, uh, yeah, no, that's interesting because, I, first of all, that's an amazing... That actually happened to you? That actually did happen to me
3: when I was a... You're like sure a, it was urine? A, uh, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That must have been pleasant. A certain amount actually made it to my mouth. Ah! Like, I bet you could still taste it. Oh, oh man. <laughs> so nasty. So horrible. I was just so horrified. I didn't even chase after the guy. I went straight to the bathroom to... You know, scrub and wash and spit and cough and gag. You know what 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 it was about, though? I No idea. I didn't know the person. I'd never seen them before. I never saw them again. Just a run-by uh, urine attack. you're what, tired what, of what it happening. It? But I'm tired of it happening. If it happens once, that's once too many.
0: I mean, again, I know this is a funny story, but objectively, that is considerably worse than what happened to this woman. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> like, that is... Uh, uh, you're right. What you're saying is exactly. Uh, occasionally, weird things happen to people. Bad things happen. Yeah. And and you just can't stop them. And, and I don't even know. I I have no idea why that happened to me. And it maybe it wasn't the fact that she was Muslim that it happened to her. Who knows? It's pr- possible. Although I, I, she awesome. may have. I, again, I,
0: we don't even know if it happened. Obviously, but I mean, she's. I think. I, I want to say she said something about. We actually, the report was sent to you. It's in your email, by the way. I we do have it. You did to get it. Yeah, I um, do have it. Because uh, it's worth playing. Because, I mean. You should l- play l- listen, it. Listen, just listen to the tone of the report. Listen to how horrified they are by the things that they're describing here.
4: Some Muslim women in America say that since the election, Some they Muslims. dread what the future may Some. hold. Some of them are fearful Some for their safety, and they're taking matters into their own hands. CNN's Kyung La has that story from Los Angeles.
6: In a crowd, you don't notice Marwa Abdagani. I went from expecting to be the center of attention to nobody looking at me whatsoever. Did you feel relief? Yes, a huge sense of relief. I- you don't
3: think I mean, it's not even remotely possible, right? That she felt self-conscious wearing her hijab or whatever she burko. I don't know what she wore, and and so she felt like everybody was staring at her. And then when she took it off. Now she doesn't feel that way because there's no reason to be self conscious. She looks like everybody else,
0: and, and exactly. And it's Is like, that possible? We, how many times have we seen this? With there's been every every group in America has had this case. They look at me differently. They do this. I feel this way. Well, when you live in a country which me, when you have a media that constantly promotes things like this, yeah. then of course people are going to feel self conscious about going around it. That's not to say that there isn't real discrimination, but it's still. I mean, the vast majority of it probably is crap are these people looking at me because they, they're, they're, you know, they think I committed a terrorist attack when I didn't. Right. You know, that's not fair to the person in that dress, obviously, if, if it is going on. But unless people are coming up and saying, saying to you, by the way, uh, your dress indicates to me that you're a terrorist – uh, it, it, you know, how do you know
3: and I'm going to spit on you at this point right and that's coming I believe yeah,
0: okay. They didn't
4: feel like a target anymore a visible target a Muslim woman in a headscarf Since she was a senior in high school of wore the traditional scarf whenever she was in public oh, interesting. Part of her Islamic faith culture and identity. We have to stop the Muslims <laughs> this presidential
0: election That change stop for a second. She's been wearing the headscarf with no discrimination since she was in high school and only this election changed it. So does that mean CNN, which is where, this is where this is airing and all the other places covering this sort of stuff, were you lying to us before the election? Because you told us since September 11th mm-hmm. this was happening all over the country. Right. Every Muslim always felt this way. It's been nonstop harassment for these people since September 11th. Now you're saying it's only since Donald Trump said the Muslim thing.
3: Right, because that fits our agenda Because it fits the agenda today.
6: Yep. On the street and... A driver drove by me and slowed down and rolled down his window and he just spit at me. He spit at you. He spit at you. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, it was getting closer and closer to November eighth. That's when I decided that I just was going to take it off for a while. Now
0: again, you're right. No, no indication that that was the reason she was spit at. But I, I'm fine. I'm fine accepting that at his face. Maybe that. What if he just rolled
3: your... down his window and spit <laughs> because it was time? I don't right. know. Maybe he had chew. Maybe <laughs> it's just time to spit. I, you're right. However,
0: I'm more than happy to just accept, let's just say this one incident is actually true. Again, no evidence of it, and no evidence that that was the reason why it happened. But again, I'm fine just accepting it for the sake of argument. Listen.
4: Since the election, the Southern Poverty Law Center has
0: tracked more than 700 hate incidents. Now listen to that. 700? She said since the election? Since the election. So in in 30 days, roughly, or yeah, give or take, 30 days, we've had 700... uh, Uh, things they're tracking. They haven't actually confirmed 700. (laughs) But they're tracking up to 700 in a country with 320 million people, 63 million of which voted for Donald Trump. And they're talking about 700 cases that they're tracking of discrimination, which, you know, knowing the Southern Southern Poverty Law Center could be any number of things. Could be something really serious. Could be a a, a tweet. Could be uh, Nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially mm-hmm. 700 now look 700 if if it was 700 real cases of real discrimination that would be bad um and should be something that we look into it's enough of a trend that you'd be worried about it but we don't even know if that's true we don't, like if there are 700 um and we've seen many of these as well swastikas on garages and things like that you'd certainly take it seriously mm-hmm. um but we don't even know as they said they're just
3: tracking them and you know think about this If you lived in an Islamic country and you're Christian and some group of Christians in the name of Christianity flew their airplanes into mosques in Mecca and now you're walking down the streets of anywhere in Saudi Arabia, doesn't have to be Mecca itself, do you think you might receive some strange looks or be spit at from time to time? Or would somebody yell something disparaging at you? Is it is it possible? Go with probable. Is it, is it possible something a little bit more serious just might happen to you? Are you kidding me? With This is nonsense that we have to deal with this all the time. I mean, we should fight against discrimination, but we do. Mm-hmm. And we beg and plead, and we talk about this all the time. And every single occurrence that happens, I'm so tired of this. Every single time there's a terrorist attack by, uh, perpetrated by Muslim terrorists, we're the ones it's turned against. And say, so, oh, don't you start treating Muslims poorly now. Right. Well, the, Wait a minute, we're the ones who are attacked.
0: In this report, is exact, uh, we're not, I don't know how much time we have left on it. Maybe we should take a break and come back and finish yeah. it. Yeah. But I mean, they go into the fact that, you know, one of the reasons why she felt like people were looking at her is because of San Bernardino. And they released a picture of a woman in a headscarf. And it's like, well, you know... Uh, I, I certainly cannot account for everyone's uh, ability to remain in control in stressful situations. I've given up on that one a long time ago. Uh, but you know, if that if the result of this it, a shooting and dozens of people in that case uh, being shot, or thousands of people in nine eleven being shot, is that there are occasional bad stares at people, it's not ideal, but it's not freaking you know, it's not Nazi Germany.
3: Right. Right. And we lose, we lose all perspective on this. I mean, it's ridiculous. 888-727-BECK. More of the Glenn Beck program with Pat, Stu, and Jeffy coming up.
4: This is the Glenn Beck program.
5: Sign up for the newsletter and get all the info you need to know at glennbeck.com. Mercury.
4: Glenn Beck
3: program. HBK seven two seven back. Patton for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. He's back tomorrow morning. Triple eight seven two seven back. We've been talking about this report. Uh, the CNN report on Muslim women mm. wearing headscarves. It's
0: about to if you if you have not been annoyed by it yet, you're you're about to go crazy.
3: Oh really? Yes. So it's even worse. <laughs>
6: Oh, good. Yeah,
4: Muslim you. women say a year ago their sense of safety began to change again. after this picture of San Bernardino killer Tashfeen Malik went public.
6: After that, people started to see us differently.
4: Muslim women began taking self-defense classes, driven by fear. Now, again, it's the first time
0: they've ever found any reason to have a Second Amendment. Yeah. Here Now the media all of a sudden understands that self-defense is important. And wow, they should, be, you should take self-defense courses to defend themselves against.
3: You better get a over. gun against these evil Americans.
0: Right. So second amendment they've now found. Yeah. They're about to find another amendment. Watch. Oh, good. Sharing tips on social media mm-hmm. and making a searing choice. Mm-hmm. Their faith
4: or personal safety. Their
6: the headscarf has just become... Mm-hmm. Something that went from being a very spiritual element of a woman's life to being something where she had to be scared to wear it. I myself just didn't feel like I wanted to continue with that fear. The
4: only places where Ghani feels free to express that part of Islam is in the privacy of her apartment and her mosque. To the incoming Trump administration, this young Muslim woman has this message.
6: When you hold that kind of position Mm -hmm. and you think it is okay to make these racist, Islamophobic, sexist statements, there are people, unfortunately, as crazy as they are, who look up to you and they will follow you. And they will act out in response to what you're saying.
4: Do you think you will wear it again someday?
6: Yeah, I hope so. I don't. I hope I can How wear it help? one day again. I hope I can feel safe enough to do so. To practice one of the founding oh. principles of America, freedom passion. of religion.
0: Oh, we found the First Amendment. Oh, we found that too. Good. Yay! We, when did uh, that become important to CNN? I know. Come on. I mean, where was this during uh, when we were forcing uh, Catholics uh, to to uh, through Obamacare? Uh, to form abortions, perform abortions or to supply the, uh, birth control. Are you four eighty six or whatever that is? Right. Where was where was this? Uh, when we've seen uh, courts and governments request sermons from individual pastors uh, oh, to try to prove legal cases against them.
3: Hobby Lobby was the worst company on, on earth. Earth, where was? Well, they it? were the worst company, and they are willing to even lose one point three million dollars a. day day so they don't have to provide women these abortion drugs so they don't have to provide women these important health care products and then here and now with this it's like nothing to do with religion and the first amendment and freedom of religion and even in this country our founding principle oh wow they love the constitution when it fits the exact very narrow
0: definition of how they want it utilized
3: Oh, and especially when it, as it applies to Islam. That's the only time they apply it. Only time it. they care about it. Only time.
0: It's incredible.
3: Second Amendment and the First and Second Amendments they just found here for Muslims. But not for American citizens. <laughs> Although these Muslims could be both. But still, I mean, if you're Christian in American, this forget it. This is
5: the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.
2: Glenn Beck Program.
3: Yeah. Uh, Glenn is back tomorrow. Pat, Stu, and Jeffy for Glenn. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. Cyber Monday, by the way. Yeah. This is the day when uh, $3 billion supposedly is spent on the Internet. Remember the days when you were afraid to buy anything on the Internet because your identity (laughs) was going to be stolen?
0: Someone had the greatest tweet on that. Your parents 20 years ago um, don't trust anyone on the Internet. Your parents today... FreedomEagle.org says Hillary Clinton invented AIDS. <laughs> All of a sudden, parents trust everything on the internet. When did that happen? At the beginning, I remember this: don't put any information out there. Yes. Don't put your. Don't ever buy anything. Oh, remember the no, efforts websites crazy. used to go to to convince you. To buy it things. was theoretically oh, yeah. possible to buy something on the
3: internet and not have your identity stolen. And how, to- how about dating on the internet? Oh that was verboten. Yes, I mean, you can't date anybody. You'll wind up. Uh, sliced up and frozen in somebody's freezer. You'll you'll be dead. They'll cut you into pieces and they'll put you in the freezer for cold cuts later on. <laughs> True. I mean, and now, <laughs> and now and now that's probably where most people meet is on the internet. Oh, it's gotta be between that's match.com dot com and uh, Jeffy What's a grinder? the one. Uh, Grindr's here. Tinder. Right. Oh yeah, Tinder. Yeah, is, right. that- it's is not mine. The, though, not right? the app I saw you have open. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, different uh, apps. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah. I, I, I was talking to one of my friends who's uh, single, and he was going through the process of actually going on these apps and stuff, and discussing how the hell you do it. Like, I mean, you're he, you know, he's, you're swiping things, and you're approving, and you're going through questionnaires, and you're trading messages, and like the the dating culture has changed so much. I would be just an unplug and just hide in my apartment. I wouldn't even try it. Oh, it, was, no it way. It was so... Thank God I'm past that phase of my life. Because I, I would have no idea how to even do it. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, there's definitely a thing that I've noticed too with people uh, who are single that I know that are on these apps. That it's like, it's now like all... It, it, it's like first date city. You know, it, when I was, you know, back in my day, when I was uh, dating, it was like... <laughs> I mean, I was, like, nine months before I even bothered talking to a girl, uh, assuming rejection. These guys, they're just out on first dates, like, every week with two or three different girls. And, like, they try it out. You go out to dinner. You have drinks. It doesn't work out. You move on to the next one. Move don't on. care about it. You know, everyone says... Swipe it left. Swipe it. Yeah, it's move constant. Left. It's such a different process. And it has changed the way... Uh, I mean, you know, this whole fake news controversy is a whole other yeah. part of this. Yeah. Um, you know, where... You know, Suddenly, the media cares about facts, which is, is of course, interesting. And, and I understand that there are a lot of good organizations. We quote them all the time, by the way. There is legitimate media bias, but there, is a lot of, there are a lot of good journalists that do a lot of good things, that have uncovered things that have been uncomfortable for their own side, that have really tried to do uh, solid analysis and reporting.
3: Well, I think Jake Tapper is certainly one of them. Jake
0: Tapper, we bring him up as an example all the time. I mean, and, and to the point of even when you see the hacked emails, Jack, Jake Tapper is giving the Clinton side a tough time behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. Um, and he's just one example. There have been several. Uh, uh, what's his face? You always talk about him. Uh, Carl, uh, Carl, John, Carl. John, Carl. John Carl is another one who's done a lot of this. There's a lot of it's not to say that all reporting is bad, but it is important to acknowledge the bias. We are, I think, beyond that with, uh, when it comes to actually purchasing things on the Internet. People are very comfortable with, uh, with buying things through electronic equipment. And because of what the left is trying to do, they're going to become a lot more comfortable doing that. McDonald's uh, is remaking. Now, up to f- 500 restaurants have already been remade. And they're, they're going to do this, it looks like, everywhere. Restaurants in San Francisco, Boston, Chicago, D.C., and Seattle will get upgrades in early 2017. You might notice those cities being representations of cities with high minimum wages hmm. what are the updates uh they will be able to you will be able to place your customized order on a touch screen you will take a seat and have uh, your meal brought over to you so if you've been to Panera Bread I don't know I mean they're, they're a national chain I know if you, but you may not have ever been there they have this system you walk in I never talk to anybody at Panera Bread anymore because I go up to the little customization thing you can press all the buttons on the screen and customize it the exact way that you want and you take the little uh, beeper to your table, and then they bring the meal right over to you. That's
3: what the fun as right? that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. For awesome. most, it's to talk to anybody. It's great for you. <laughs> uh, no, I know you like to hassle people. I, I know. I, we it's all like- understand that. We all understand. Jeffy
0: likes... Inter- I mean, mo- most of Jeffy's interactions <laughs> are with people he's paying.
3: <laughs> that covers many different topics. People who don't know who he is so, at all, and he's so? talking about him like he's known him his whole life. So true. So true. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: now they're saying um, it's going to uh, bring back customers because they think people are going to want to go to McDonald's more with this setup, which I think is a good setup. I mean, I like it because... To try to explain to someone that if you want something different at a place like McDonald's, they will do it for you. It doesn't always come out right, but they will do it for
5: McDonald's you. McDonald's is the perfect place for that, actually. Because, you know, I mean, you go into McDonald's and you, you're order, you know, you know, number one and uh, Diet Coke and move on. Get out of there. That's the perfect place for it. You don't care about dealing with the person behind the counter.
0: Right. I mean, you know, just and plainly, like, if you want to have something changed, it's a, it's nice to be able to. Instead of telling someone and they have to type it in right. You just could type it incorrectly yourself.
3: you know also noticed they're promoting now this healthy thing, this yeah. this new natural. They're, they're all 100% beef, whereas before it was like, I don't know, seaweed or something they put it. They're right, that carrageenan stuff. Yeah,
2: it was a big was thing
3: in the there, yeah. 90s where it was carrageenan. Lot, I used know. to make fun of them for it but because um, we used to call them their seaweed burgers or whatever. And now they're, they're making a big deal out of it uh, being 100% all beef. I don't know if it's 100% natural beef or organic beef. Certainly it's not. Probably not. Um, it's a big thing, though, that everyone's trying to But it's to. a big thing. And, and and they were, you know, their vegetables. They said something. I mean, they, they were putting kale
5: on the screen. Yeah, they've got a natural. ale now? They've got na- uh, all this uh, really fresh, healthy items going on in some of their franchises I want in kale, California I'm right now. I'm not
3: going to McDonald's. <laughs> That's a,
5: weird,
3: yeah. that, that's a weird business model for them.
5: But I think so, too.
3: It is. However, it's interesting
0: that they're saying now one of the big things of the Trump administration, and this part I, I believe he probably will be on board for, is they're getting rid of a lot of the – or they can, with pretty much executive orders, get rid of a lot of the Obama school lunch crap. Um, oh, yeah. All yeah. the organic, yeah. you know, st- all, the, all that stuff they've been Good. pushing. And you know Trump is known to like his KFC. You know, I mean the guy. You know,
5: McDonald's. I mean, they have pictures of him. Oh yeah.
0: I mean the Taco Bowls. I mean he. The guy. You know, he's not exactly, uh, you know,
5: the... He doesn't work out like we do.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> Right. He's, I wouldn't say he's there. Um, but he, he's not the guy that's going to be planting a, an organic garden and tending <laughs> to it himself. That's not Donald Trump.
3: I, and I can't see Melania showing up at everybody's <laughs> no. room, taking away their hamburgers from them. No. I can't see that happening.
0: She's too focused on school bullying on the Internet. Yes. It's yes. a <laughs> crucial
3: issue for them. Yes. Uh,
0: but, I mean, it's funny because the reason why this is happening... And it's being rolled out in the city. And it's going to cost lots of jobs at places like McDonald's and other fast food. Because uh, yeah, right they in. don't want
3: to pay 15 bucks 15 an hour. 15
0: bucks an hour. It's a thing that Bernie Sanders was pushing for so hard. Yep. Um, in fact, he was guilting Hillary Clinton into supporting it. She was like, ah, oh, no, 12, 15 is ridiculous. 12 is, is pretty, well, maybe 12. And, and that was a big point of contention in the debates. Oh, you don't like $15 minimum wage, you're crazy. Uh, we have, do we have the, um, uh, let's see, it's one uh, clip, 182. This is Bernie Sanders on the, while we're at, we, you know, it's a day of Fidel Castro, where morning is passing today. Mm-hmm. You, you said back. Uh, this is This is him, uh, Sanders, is him today on now. Cuba 182. Yeah.
4: You said back in 1985 that Castro transformed Cuban society and gave them health care and education. But this was a brutal dictatorship, despite the romanticized version that some Americans have of Cuba. The Russian food, imprisoned right. dissidents. You heard all today, Senator Cruz, talk about that. So have you changed your view of Castro since 1985? How would you now describe
5: his leadership? I'm not quite sure, Martha. This is the issue that is on the minds of the American people well, right now. Deflect. Who makes, basically want to make sure that Donald Trump keeps the promises that he made when he okay. said he was not going to cut Social Security, I, I, Medicare I know, but I want to go back Medicaid. to your
4: comments, please.
6: We'll the, get the to Donald Trump that in a moment. Castro
5: that in, and Cuba, no, of course, their economy mm-hmm. is terrible. You're right, it is a dictatorship. They did Wait, have a good health, do have a decent health care system no, they, no, they uh, and a decent educational system. No, a no, lot of no, people don't. have left Cuba for better dreams right. to right. fulfill their aspirations. Yeah. Uh, so, no, the Cuban economy is a disaster. disaster. No, I do not praise uh, Fidel Castro.
3: Yeah, uh, they've mm-hmm. left for aspirational dreams like Freedom. Uh, that's quite an aspirational dream yeah, yeah. Uh, if, I, if only I could be free yeah. uh, uh, the, uh, the, the
0: you know the, the abandonment of potential murder uh, <laughs> they yeah. tried to go it 's uh, funny because like not to be killed and all, my family to be jailed for all the people that will say uh, you know the the, I, the chance of you getting shot in America is one to one all the people that will go against the the Second Amendment and say how dangerous American streets are those people are still are the ones not acknowledging that people left the Castro regime to come here for those horrible circumstances Uh, and do you have him from back in 1985
3: Yeah, here's what he said in
1: 85 you may recall way back in what was it 1961 they invaded Cuba and everybody was totally convinced that Castro was the worst guy in the world all the Cuban people were going to rise up in rebellion against Fidel Castro they forgot that he educated the kids gave them health care totally transformed the society you know not to say that uh, Fidel Castro or Cuba are perfect they are certainly not but just because Ronald Reagan dislikes these people does not mean to say that the people in their own nations feel the same way.
3: Uh, only twenty percent of them have actually left the island. And think of what That's a high bar everybody now. think of what a high bar that is, too. <laughs> That's not like
0: opposition to your president, you know? I mean we hear this from celebrities every single election. Well, I'm gonna leave if Donald Trump is elected, I'm gonna leave if Mitt Romney is elected, I'm gonna leave if George Bush is elected, mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave if John McCain was elected. They, I mean, they even said that with John McCain, who was basically a Democrat in many ways. Um, yet, here we are with uh, in a real circumstance where these people didn't threaten on social media to leave Cuba. They, got, they built their own boats out of yeah. cars.
5: Or and anything they could. 20%
0: yeah.
3: of the population mm-hmm. get the hell off of that island and out of that system. They got into a 56 Chevy, took the wheels off, and threw it into the ocean. <laughs> And floated over yeah. here on it.
0: <laughs> that's unbelievable. Risked death, risked, uh, be- and, and certainly if they were returned to Cuba, would be likely killed by the government. They knew that risk. They did it anyway because that's, that country was such a hellhole. And at that time, here is you know, Bernie Sanders who promises it's a utopia here telling us about a utopia there. Was it real? Was that, was that a real analysis? I mean, even now he says that's not real. It's, he did say they weren't perfect, still, though. That's a good summary
3: of the Castro regime. <laughs> Isn't that not yeah. perfect? As, well, well. give you a reminder of how not perfect he was. Coming up, 888 727 More of the Glenn Beck Program coming up.
5: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Yes. I will go over that after. <laughs>
0: yes. Well, done. all fair conversation. <laughs> yeah. Late
3: 727 Beck. It's, uh, it's Pat and Stew and uh, you know, Jeffy uh, for Glenn, who's back tomorrow. Uh, don't be mad at me. Excuse me? Don't be mad at me. I'm not mad
0: at you. What, that Glenn's coming back? You're mad at that Glenn is returning?
3: No. I, he's. Hmm. Jeffy does his best when I'm on vacation to <laughs> send me little items. It piss me off! Oh yeah. <laughs> and he, d- he did a great job of that again this time. And I well, why do you do that? Why do you send me these items that you know? Just like a little dagger right in my I, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Yes, you <laughs> Yes. Yes, you did. With the headline, I know I should let this go. Hot. <laughs> That's the way Jeffy does things. That's the way he, he does that's it. That's the way he rolls. <laughs> He's not getting his money for nothing and his chicks for free, but he he does this. Uh, this is what he does.
0: In Ohio,
5: so, we do have one suspect uh, in the shooting near Watts Hall. Uh, campus has been confirmed dead now. Good. One so suspect. They, they killed the, sh- the shooter. And there are still uh, you know references to multiple shooters, so they haven't uh, happens given time. the all clear yet. It's a weird thing. That happens virtually every time. They say multiple shooters... And then we find
3: out it's one person right. and the person's dead or whatever. And, and in this case, how many people have been injured so far? Do we know? Well, it's last, last count. the last eight, count. Yeah. So is that Do they, they still don't have it completely under control as far as they know? I guess not. As far as they have not given the all clear yet, no okay so if you hadn't heard there was an active shooting uh, at the Ohio State University campus today and apparently they they killed at least one shooter and hopefully that's all there is
0: it looks like it's a uh, you know closed scene now they're just uh, finished there's not an it's not an active no longer an active shooter situation okay good um, here's another one that's closed that was uh, that was somewhat uh, important to your livelihood um, we teased this earlier today and we should, before we get the show is over we should hit it uh, the cables between Nikita Khrushchev and Uh, Fidel Castro from Uh back in the day. This is from Khrushchev. In your cable of October 27th, you propose that we be the first to carry out a nuclear strike against the enemy's territory, meaning us. Naturally, you understand where that would lead us. It would not be a simple strike, but the start of a thermonuclear world war. Dear comrade Fidel Castro, I I find your proposal to be wrong, even though I understand your reasons.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Even even though I understand. That's... Um, Nikita Khrushchev, the guy who took his shoe off and pounded it on the desk at the UN talking about how the U.S. must be destroyed. Even he had a calmer demeanor, apparently, than Fidel Castro. Uh, Fidel's main guy, Che. Well, actually plotted for the destruction of New York at one point with nuclear weapons.
0: Yep, uh, with nuclear weapons and, and, and was part of several attempted terrorist plots against the United States. Another
3: guy who celebrated.
0: Another guy celebrated. In this country. We, we did this a while ago, and I don't have the quotes in front of me, but it was, uh, you know, which, who, who said which quote? And it was like Che and Osama bin Laden. And we did a couple of them. You know, you, they could easily be either. And in this particular case, they found out both of them were Che. Attacks against the United States. Terrorist attacks plotted against, which essentially were the infidels of the day, us. Uh, and uh, both of these guys get praise for the media. Uh, you understand why people don't trust them.
3: It looks good silkscreened, though, on a, yes, on a T-shirt. Right? got to admit. Hair. I mean, uh, yo, it's, it's a wave. So hip, too. So, mm. so, so hip. Glenn's back tomorrow.
4: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.